Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, good morning and welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel here at the store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. So come on in and join us if you can or join us by phone at 217-356-9397. You can also join us uh, by text if you want at 217-351-5357. Our experts are standing by, including Marianne Metz. Ho, 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 Tamara. <laughs> What'd you call me? That was forced. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, we're trying here, though. I'll I, I give you that. John Weisgarver, good morning. Good morning, Tamara. And Mr. Steve Brown. Hey, good morning. How hey, are you? Good ya? morning to you. I'm doing very well. So stocking stuffer-wise, yeah. John was telling me off air that Uh-oh. you used to put cactus in somebody's stocking as a stocking stuffer instead of coal if I they weren't a nice person. I never did that. Ouch. I don't know. <laughs> I just want to see if if it's if there's any truth to that or not. It was hard enough finding coal. Okay. All right. John. <laughs> okay. Maybe it's just his but guilt th- coming out. But there are a f- he did that. There are kind of a few good stocking stuffer ideas around here. Oh. Yeah. So oh, not, yeah. not cactus. Certainly not cactus. <laughs> well, there are if you should happen to do, want to do that. but You yeah, could put it at the top. <laughs> Take it out gingerly with, and see it right there. Okay. But some of the food, you know, the commercial, I don't know if anybody heard that coming through when we started, but there's just so many cool things throughout the store. And I don't oh, care certainly. if it's in boutique with some of the gloves and the hats and the scarves and the jewelry to the small little gourmet food packets and items over here to yep. some of the fragrance and candles mm-hmm. and Diffusers and melts and all that stuff and the toys and the oh god yeah that just and I'm eyeballing some of those uh, new pruners and hand tools over there. I had to stop and look. Oh, I I mean seriously, that just is like awesome. (laughs) I would and some garden seeds. Yes, there's some of the cool ones from Seed Savers and Botanical Interest that are over there. Time of year, yeah, fun. I like both of those companies because the instructions on the package are great. Oh, they they just are. Perfectly worded. It, it's they really are. interesting. And, and botanical interest does an extra special job of if, if crops are appropriate for both fall and spring. They address fall, whereas a lot of the other brands just kind of talk don't. about spring exactly. and don't really give you much good direction. So, yep. Pretty cool. Yeah, it is neat. Not yes, to mention neat sure. varieties. Yeah. You still have a lot of live Christmas trees. We actually have, well, not compared to what we sell, we don't have a lot, but well, we we have a nice selection. Yes. yes. It's a great selection. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's nice, really beautiful Frasers. Yeah. yeah. You've already so, probably done thousands, but yes. But yeah, we've got, we've got somewhere between 100 and 200 maybe left out there. Uh, so, and there's uh, some legit five to six, some six to sevens. I doubt if there'd be anything you'd call seven to eight foot left at all. Uh, but some nice Fraser firs still. I think the Definitely. balsams are pretty much gone. There's the a couple scotch left, are aren't there? Pretty much balsams, gone. Yeah, maybe. Scotch are gone. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, uh, so if somebody's still looking for a tree, we've got a good selection. And yes. still 
they'll they'll do real well. Again, we recommend that you know, take an inch or so off the bottom of the tree and put it in a fresh bucket of water, let it drink, and then maybe cut it again and bring it in the house. Yep. We'll put it in more fresh water and away you go. They're really beautiful yeah. trees too. I they the Frasers this year were just lovely, mm-hmm. and everything we have left is it's just they're just beautiful, nice and supple. They are, and we still have uh, a nice selection of some of the cut boughs and greenery, some of the cedar and some white pine. Well, and take uh, advantage of these temperatures above freezing to get them in the pots and containers and do your decorating outside. And I've been doing that. Have you? Taking advantage of the nice temperatures. Yeah, that's great. Did you get a few things done yesterday, decorating Yesterday? Wise? No, not okay. yesterday. I was actually working yesterday at home. Ah, uh, uh, bummer. Well, not working outdoors. <laughs> working. Yeah. Indoors. But yeah, I got... Um, Earlier in the week, when it was even nicer, I got the hoses all disconnected and taken indoors, which is a big deal because you don't want those sitting out during the winter, certainly not connected to their water source. You're right. Um, you want it to be close to your water source so you can still water if, if appropriate. But I also watered. We haven't had much rain at all. So all of the newly planted stuff, the trees that I've had moved and oh, newly right. planted, I got water. Soaked so. them really good. Yeah. Good. So one last application of mulch on some that I didn't get to. Wow. And I'll be home. I can't you dare have, say it. Have, Almost have, done. Wow. You have been busy. That's amazing. Yep. That's what those nice days did. It was windy, but it was a little bit warmer, so it worked out well. Yeah. And it's amazing. You, you think, well, we've had moisture, and, and, yeah. and we and it's been good. We've had some, But yeah. it's been more a little nagging yeah. lately and not really penetrating yeah, and, and yeah. watering down deep. So yeah. that was... You must have listened to a radio show to find out that you should have I did. Yeah. You took your own <laughs> You advice. listened to yourself. Oh, That's no, right. I never listened to myself. Yeah, I was uh, outside yesterday for awesome. a few hours. Awesome. It was great. What were you working on? Uh, so I had uh, some help with cleaning my gutters and, and leaves and mulching, nice. and I have a few big piles that uh, I am using for mulch and transporting it. To nice areas putting it around my perennials so you shredded them up and then um yeah so they start to break down a little bit more quickly and then they don't blow around as much when they're shredded they kind of nestle in and compact down they actually make a very nice mulch don't they 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 do i like the look too yeah i I love it natural yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, it's very and and it's it's amazing how quickly you know you could put it on four or six inches thick and it's amazing how after a few months it's down to like an inch or yeah it just I like happen. It's sinks squirrels. on down and I blame compacts. it on the squirrels. It breaks down. <laughs> well, you no. can blame a lot on them. <laughs> Mostly deservedly so, right? Yes. I actually was uh, did a couple, dug a couple of uh, holes yesterday. It was nice and crumbly. Got some planting. Yep. I had uh, purchased some uh, pinostropus. Yes. Ew. Eastern white pine. You got them planted? Yeah. Awesome. Those yeah. are really nice. We've got some nice potted trees. Yeah, and, and yeah, this is the good. perfect time that if if you do want to go with a, not just a cut tree, but a live tree that actually yeah. has roots. Exactly. You know, it's the perfect tree you want to leave outside until literally a day or before, or, or two before Christmas and then get it out of the house a day or two after Christmas. Yeah. So it doesn't wake up too much and, you know. Or put it on the patio right outside the patio door with lights on it. So you don't well, have to take it inside. That's too. Nice. Absolutely. You don't yeah. have to put your presents under it. Just put it like in front of the door, you know. You can work it. A 3D kind of thing. Oh, we've got Norway spruce, some potted Norway spruce that are just lovely. They're beautiful. Just yes. beautiful. So. Yeah. And yeah. Alternative. All kinds of options. In yeah. It's artificial, fresh Certainly. cut, and yeah. live. Yep. yep. Got them. Yeah. Yep. We've got a little bit of uh, cedar roping out there still. 
Uh, reeds are pretty much gone, but like John said, the boughs. Uh, you got all the major ones. You got the white pine and Port Orford cedar and some shore, shore pine, pine yeah. as shore, well yeah. and some variegated boxwood. So you could really do up some porch pine pots or and uh, use it indoors for an advent wreath or Absolutely. Uh, just have some clippings for uh, in a basket or an arrangement yeah. to water. It's, it's nice to, uh, this, this time of year to have some of that fresh element where uh, especially yes, uh, wanting to do that fresh cut and making sure that it gets in some water immediately. Mm. So. so think of this. This this beautiful white orchid that you, you brought to the table, it has two stems and just loaded with white flowers, and it's in a green pot. Put a few sp- sprigs of, of cut boughs in there oh, yeah. of oh. evergreens to some white add pine. some texture and um, then a little little bit of berries. Wouldn't that be beautiful? Yes. So you're going to have to tell Tamara to take those boughs out in a few weeks? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, even though better. it's in, in well, moisture. Well, I heard they like acid soil, so I left them in there. I could maybe root them. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> the moisture, they're going to soak up some moisture, but they're, they're going to dry out faster than they're going to soak it up. So if you were using evergreen boughs, I'll just say in a vase, a pitcher or something like that, just to have on the counter That's on a cool. table. That's cool, yeah. You would strip the needles off that would be down in the water or not, or what would you do? I sure would. Absolutely, yes. Okay, so you would you would take your fingers or a pruner shear, but you probably just take your fingers and just grip and just strip them down. So you'd have only the wood, I'll quote it called the woody part, in the water. Yep. And then you'd make a fresh cut. Yep. Absolutely, yep. And then put them in lukewarm room temperature water. Yeah, I don't think it really cares. Well. Even, you know, baby bath temperature. Baby okay. bath. All right. I always do tepid. Oh, I forget. <laughs> but, oh, so John's, but, John, well, <laughs> John's above 98.6. Okay. <laughs> so what happens if you leave that foliage down in that water? It Icky. starts to deteriorate very quickly and, and creates a lot of, you know, nasty bacteria. So, so it, which okay. then clogs Keeps up the, the xylem, so you just don't have the... Flow. The right. flow. The flow. in the flow, and flow. be clogged. Now, with the water that you have in there, is this uh, one of those situations where you would put, like, just a, a tiny, tiny drop of bleach in there or something to you can do that. keep the water clean? You, you could. You if, you live in, if you live in the city, you probably have enough chlorine in the water, in the water anyway, already. Yeah. Okay. Realistically. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. But if it's well water... Then yeah, maybe do that. Just enjoy the iron buildup. <laughs> I just remember the first time hearing that, I, I would have thought that the bleach would not have been good for the plant itself. But It's interesting. When uh, I was in the nursery business, the production nursery business, we did about an acre of baby's breath to dry. and An s- acre to dry. Yeah. To sell as a dried flower. <laughs> They're a beautiful dried flower, oh, and yes. if you do it right, they last for a long time. And we'd have we have a, like a, a huge cooler room and buckets of water that we put glycerin and bleach in. Just a couple of drops of bleach in each bucket, but the actually it was uh, well glycerin is what keeps it supple. And the the you put them right in just after you've cut, and they soak it up, and and the water didn't get nasty. <laughs> Wow. I mean, seriously, if you you could tell when somebody missed doing bleach because it was like the odor and the it was decomposing. Just oh, amazing, yes, it was. Though, that that <laughs> it wouldn't harm 
the you know the baby's breath in that instance. Yeah, you know that's wonderful. But it wasn't much, just enough to kill the bacteria. Okay, three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. You can also text us at three five one five three five seven, and we have a text. Question: I bought a flocked artificial tree for the first time in. My 56 years had no choice. Son picked it out. To my dismay, the white stuff was everywhere when we put it together. After Christmas, when we take it down to box, is it? Uh, is there something I can spray or treat it with to not encounter this situation again next year? No. What do you do with artificial flocked trees? The, the, the first year, you're Thank always you. going to have more mess than you would in subsequent years, yeah. just because of the initial handling. Okay. Um, so will there be some mess next year? Yep. Will there be as much next year as there was this year? No. And this third year, it'll even be less again. But that's just kind of the nature of the beast. And if you were to spray something on there, I think you'd be risking it being matted mm. and discolored. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I would be afraid of. Yep. It, it might do some discoloration. Uh, best way to store artificial trees is actually in uh, a storage bag tr- made for trees. Instead of trying to put them back inside Instead that. Instead of the regular cardboard box in that they box. come in? Oh, yeah. Well, what happens? Any artificial tree. Yeah. yeah. Why? What's the difference? Yeah. You're, 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 it's been shaped, and you're trying to smash it back into that original box and... <clears throat> there's much more of a damage of dam- risk of damaging the lights and uh, oh so okay you'd be better off doing what john says yeah. Uh, yeah. storage bags garbage bags two boxes instead uh, of the one some whatever people works for you leave them in the stand and cover them with bag or tarp yep yep if you have the right storage space so in this particular case for this individual who texted in um don't put it back in the box well, you can put it back in the box, but I would personally try and put it in two boxes or part in the box, part in a storage bag, bags yeah, or something like sure. that. But just don't pack it in as tight. Yeah. Um, and obviously, if you have a, could put down a sheet or a tarp or something like that when you're working on it just to contain the flocking mess. And, uh, and have your vacuum at the ready. Yeah. But yeah. again, I think, I think they'll really find a lot less next year and then more. Continuing less and less. Exactly. Because right. the loose stuff will be knocked off. And everything else will just kind of settle. Yeah. All right, good. And then the best way to store them also, like John said, is in the bags or just not packed as tight. But then store them at room temperature. Don't store them in an attic or someplace where they're going to have temperature oh, extremes. Sure. Uh, just because I think you're more apt to discolor and yellow. The flocking, if it's exposed to 120 or 140 degrees oh. or or more. Uh, so, yeah, just basement or coolant, room temperature and dry is what you want. Yep. Good thinking. There you have it. I yep. would not have thought of anything like that. It sounds so simple, doesn't it? Well, it does, but I, you know, <laughs> after you hear it. <laughs> and that's why I like talking to the experts live at Prairie Gardens. Uh, three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number, or you can text three five one five three five seven. Well, uh, I have to thank you for this beautiful, gorgeous orchid that uh, that you've given me for Christmas. It's just, oh, it's so classy looking. There are so many f- buds on it, and just 
open blooms and well, it's nice to see one that's a pure white too. And that, yes. one, that one's just gorgeous. Yeah, it, is, it is pure. It that's is. the Phalaenopsis orchid. Phalaenopsis. So, what should I keep in mind when I take care of it? Because I've never had an orchid. Is they it? like a little bit of a humid environment, so kitchen or bathroom, okay, or something of that nature, something, or just use a, a mister on it, okay. Mister, I could do that. So how should she water? What would you guys recommend, Con- especially and considering how it's in this container and without drainage and stuff? So you want to check it at least a couple times a week for moisture. Uh, and you'll do that by using your fingertip. And if it feels moist, you're not going to water it. Generally, you're going to water it about once a week. And a quarter cup of water is normally about the right amount. Okay. And then after about 30 minutes, you want to go back and check to make sure there isn't any water accumulated in the bottom of that container. Okay. And if there is, then you'll want to pour it out. So depending upon what works out for you, you can water it in there and then tip it and pour it out, or you can just pull pull the pot and wrap out, water it separately, let it drain away, and then just set it back in there. The the, uh, trendy way of, of watering right now orchids is the ice cube method so okay. a couple of ice cubes whether they say once a week yep but that's it's no different than pouring in a it's quarter a cup quarter of water, cup of water quarter equivalent <laughs> yeah uh, there's yeah. there's no advantage to that other no. than it being a measured amount of moisture exactly. and, and how do you know that that's exactly the right amount i sure don't yeah <laughs> and why would you share that your ice with your orchid when you could put it in a drink exactly yeah well but then i guess i can make sure that it as it melts it isn't going to like immediately run through it or uh, it won't it won't just whoosh yeah, right but okay whooshed we won't whoosh yep well wonderful bright, i love it bright it's light location no direct sun no direct sun yep okay yep the flowers will last oh, not forever but pretty darn close really oh several my gosh. weeks really yeah isn't oh, that amazing yes and with the white i'm just thinking oh it's going to be gorgeous like how perfect in January once yep. all of the holiday stuff is over with and you get rid of the red and green and blue and silver and gold and just, just all the beautiful pure white orchids Yep, into January. Oh, I love it, you guys. Thank you so much. I, I know we don't, normally don't really do gifts, but this year, well, I was kind of thinking of you all Uh-oh. when <laughs> I was doing a bit of a... Something came to me that I wanted to try to make, and, and sure enough, it turned out a lot better than I thought. And uh, if I can get them out here. Okay, there's there's one. It's just three of the same, so it doesn't matter who grabs which bag. But so just a little something that I made from a few things from my yard. From your yard? Yes. Oh, how cool is that? <laughs> Wow. Oh, wow. I can't wait to tell you. This that is, is so cool. fabulous. It's just a little, uh, so little birdhouse. Oh, that this is so is sweet. Gave you a little birdhouse, and and uh, and That's I kind of want you to guess what I made it with. You mean the plant or the wood? W- well, yeah, what I covered it with. The juniper, you mean? The Yes. I added some juniper and some juniper berries. I love the juniper. And the, uh, but the it's woody. Not po- it's, not the, it's not pokeweed, is it? It's pokeweed. No, no way. way. It's pokeweed. <laughs> 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 
Which which part is the pokeweed? <laughs> this this all this on the outside all of the is pokeweed. Part. It looks really? like wood. I thought I would bring. <laughs> This, oh my gosh. Here's what I was working you, with. Here's a dried pokeweed stalk. You, you whittled God. a pokeweed stalk well, and split made, it. And then how did you piece split it together? Split it up and then and that's, that's awesome. into little pieces and then I I just hot glue gunned and my first first time working with a hot glue gun, I'll be doing that again. That was fun. <laughs> I wow. just kind of and it was just meant to be a joke, but it ended up they look pretty good, don't they? They're so cool. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I can't believe I've never seen a pokeweed that big. Oh, <laughs> well, or, like, or, or, or I dried cut this down. Like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I no. I've had. I have a few to choose from that are probably easily four or five feet. <laughs> I told you it multiplied. I couldn't get to it all. <laughs> Waste not, want not. That's right. Oh, that is so sweet. Look at it. That is really clever. And honestly, it looks like the bark of a tree. Right? Seriously. Thank you. I thought so, too. Just it's when you feel this, it's the dry. I have stem. never seen a it's pokeweed so stem like this. I've never seen one that big. That's that's easily and an How inch. many years has that been growing in your yard? That, yeah. it's, it, it would just be, that's just from a few months. What, do you fertilize them? Is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's where we've been tossing our that? cut grass. Talk about a <laughs> renewable it's, energy it's, source. No kidding. Wow. It did make me think. This yeah. could be a new industry. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like kudzu. It yeah. should be a, some kind of a fuel. That's awesome. Yes. But that, it's actually gorgeous. Or, uh, and I, it, it really is. is. I'm, I'm oh. going through my mind to imagine what size of bird could go through that hole and make a home in this. Doesn't matter. Birdhouse, because <laughs> it's kind of on the small side, but. That's okay. Yeah. It's a, a skinny well, wren. It doesn't matter. That's all right. No, it doesn't. Is there any way? I got the laugh out of it. That's all I wanted. Can, that how was can, you, how, you, how can you, you did that make for me for the whole uh, year. A thousand of those for next year. Yeah. <laughs> no, sure, you think they'll sell? Oh yeah, they would. They're really cute. <laughs> no, I I could see those down at the design center and and doing some things with that. Think Barb will grow the pokeweed the, for us? Oh, yeah. No, no, I think Tamara will. <laughs> Tamara Tamara's <laughs> gonna grow the pokeweed. <laughs> right. I have my husband help me out with that. No, we'll just leave it alone, and then it will just bloom and multiply, and boy, oh, boy. But, yes, as a renewable source, it really made me I, – I, I'm tempted to strip it and try to uh, weave and make, like, a basket or something because it's so oh, heck yeah. fibrous and, and thick. And I bet you could. So this is like a little balsa wood birdhouse. Yes, it's just like a little – you can buy it at a dollar yeah. – a little balsa wood birdhouse that you buy at a dollar store. Yeah. And yeah. I like that you glued the, the jute string around the, the roof. That's really cute. Yeah, I kind of messed around with each one of yours just a little differently. <laughs> Does this work? Oh, okay. It did, all of it. They all, they're just adorable. And I'm so glad. Juniper berries are beautiful. Yeah. And you know, I had the most fun looking around my yard thinking, what could I do to make these little birdhouses that I have in mind for you guys. That's really sweet. It was very fun. And just looking at the different uh, plants and everything, the different, okay, oh, service. Oh, I wish my service berries would be, no. Oh, good, I have juniper berries. Oh, okay, we'll use those. <laughs> have you uh, noticed some of the bird feeders and houses that uh, Cindy's brought in the last few weeks? Only oh, a little. Fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, that's right, you were... You found some time over in that area a couple weeks ago, I didn't did. you? I did. It was really fun. Yeah. Uh, just 
I mean, talk about the best gifts, Christmas gifts there, or just for yourself, just to have another new feeder, just to uh, oh, heck yeah. go in the winter season with. So we have bird baths, we have bird bath heaters, we have uh, nester, nesting, roosting, uh, just regular bird houses. It's just fabulous. And the ceramic bird bath sold out so quickly last year. Yes, they did. Mm. In you know this year, I mean, in 2021, and we actually have next year's batch that came in nice and early, which we're grateful for. That's great. Yeah. So those those are out on display right That's now. That's a great gift, also. It's it's fantastic. Plus, you've got it. You've got it now. Whether you yes. choose to put it up and put a bird bath heater in it this winter and keep it outside, or whether you just want to, hey, I've got it, and when I'm ready in the spring, I'll put it out. Either way. But those are there's some really neat things over there, and some will fit in. Yes. Some things are small enough to fit in a stocking, and some things yep. are in a bag or a box under the tree. Yep. Pretty cool. It is. It's it's so important when you are feeding the birds that you must continue uh, all year round. Oh, for sure, John. Otherwise, uh, you know they're going to go seek out somewhere else. So if you love your birds, you want to keep them in your in your yard. Food and water. Okay, I thought it was because, though, that they would grow dependent on your area that they could find food there. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're they're going to hang around and die because you quit feeding them. They're going to go somewhere else and... They will find food. They will, yeah, they'll find a food source. They're going to go away if you don't keep it going. And it's so fun when you do, and you you get your regulars out there and... Just about name them, can't you? Yes. Oh, look, there's Fred. Yep. <laughs> it's kind of like having a pond with fish in it. Start naming the fish. Yes. Yeah. I could see that. You know, the other thing to do for, for birds is after Christmas, take your um, the live trees that you've taken out of your house that are getting a little crispy. Take them out and lay them in the yard in the corner or something. The birds will use them for a protected place to, to roost. It's really a nice thing to do. It is. Or you can cut the branches off and protect plants. If you oh. think they're going to, like oh, calibors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always try to do that after I take my porch pots a- apart, is take some of the branches and lay across my hellebores. So they, because they're a semi-evergreen, and they get really burned some winters when it's really it's cold and windy. Keeps oh, that wind okay. and sun from drying out the foliage. So yep. the foliage looks fresher and cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great idea. So you've got porch pots that people are still doing. Obviously, Mr. Weisgarver planted some pine trees this week, which you could plant yeah. anything still just about that yes, you possibly would want to. Lots of cleanup that needs to happen still for yes. some of us. Yeah, oh, you know the well, beauty of, of putting up Christmas tree lights this time of year is that there are no leaves on the trees. So I'm putting, I put some in my Japanese maples this year, which I don't usually do lights, Christmas lights. It's like, oh, I need to prune that, and I need to prune that, and that's overlaying that. So this is a great time to start considering the the pruning process for your for your ornamental trees, well, big trees too. But did you prune um, any branches when you were considering? Oh gosh, no, that would have been too convenient. Okay. Well, I just didn't know. And did you do that from a? I don't have time for it, or do that because you wouldn't recommend it? Because I don't have time for it, but okay. now is the time to do it. Start doing it. Um, you've got to a start couple months evaluating to evaluating it. You mean? Oh no, you could start pruning. They're they're, oh. they're well into their dormancy process right now. The the point is to not stimulate growth, so you're not going to do that now when it's when they're really slowed down. So it's good time to do it. Yeah. Okay, good. But so I won't feel bad for snipping cold. my junipers. But putting lights yeah. into the tree really made me aware of, yeah. of <laughs> the structure of the tree. <laughs> Did yeah. you uh, see any branches that would have been 
maybe a little bit bigger for your hand pruners than you'd like to use that, that maybe that really small lopper over there I would have been pretty handy for that. I actually think I need to purchase that. that thing. It's yeah. the, remember we had them at the table last week. It's a short-handled lopper that's yes. ratcheted. <laughs> yes. And actually, yeah. It, it, then a few days later, I was uh, pruning a little bit off the junipers and I so wish I'd had those. Because there was one of those branches that was just thick enough I couldn't get with the pruners. Yes. And but I just I didn't want to go and get the big long, long handled, handled which you couldn't have gotten in there anyway, probably at a at a, uh, yes. at a decent You're angle and distance. Yeah. And so for the uh, it's just immediately I thought oh, that d-. now this is the situation where I need those those short handled loppers. I'm going to get myself a pair for Christmas. I think. Good for you. Yeah. See? Nice. I don't just ask people to get it for me. I just do it. <laughs> so when you put the lights on the Japanese maple, yes. did you just lace them on the branches? Do you twist and use any twist ties or anything at all? Or what did you do? I didn't use twist ties. You, you know those uh, new cascade lights that we've uh-huh. got? I, I have a, a weeping Japanese maple that oh, I, wow. I put them in. It just looks beautiful. Ooh, I bet that looks great. So actually there's a long lead line to the lights from the uh, transformer. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of wound it around a few times. And then where I wanted it to hang from, I wound the wire around several times. And even in all that wind, everything's held perfectly. So I didn't, wow. have, Those to are pretty use, cool. didn't have to use the twist eyes. And boy, does it look cool. Talk about that weeping mounding structure being yeah. enhanced with that type of yes, light. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Lovely. And I, I put some in a, a red butt also, which... It's young, so it does sort of have that kind of form to it. So it was yeah, cool. Fun. That's neat. I was I did some uh, lights on. I have some service berry trees that are the multi trunk ones. Nice. They're about five feet tall, and it was super cold, so I didn't twist them as nicely as I would have liked to. So now, with all that wind we had, they're kind of dangling and i need to get back out there yeah Yeah. Yeah. this week yeah a nice week to do it well and yeah it's not like it's over you can enjoy it for weeks and weeks still absolutely no reason to take them down in a hurry no it's just a festive time of year yeah well i think all the way through the winter why not absolutely it's dark you might as well lighten it up i love the lights in the winter yeah i do too yeah looks really cool well you're right it really isn't going to be that bad this week no sunshine really throughout most of the week and the coldest day looks like it's going to be maybe wednesday at 37 and everything else will be in the 40s and then the following week and the following week (laughs) so you need to be thinking about what's coming up oh you're right which is the other thing i got done was wrapping the trunks of my new trees that have uh, smooth bark so i have all this burlap wrapped wow you were on it i was it was fun it's kind of a decorative thing also. I could see that. <laughs> yes. Well, a little weird, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not weird. Well, not to me, but no. I'm sure people in my Well, just the sense of satisfaction weird. that you got. I got it done. Yeah. Yes. You're on a roll, girl. I Balls was. planted okay. in October. Yeah, I know. Now Trees I'm wrapped in December. <laughs> now what Should do I do? We? Oh, I start painting indoors as yeah. I'm moving furniture. Yeah. Knocking down <laughs> walls. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, are you eating Wheaties every day or what? Or what? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
This is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. You can call in and join us at 356-9397 or text 351-5357. So back to the evergreen boughs and use of fresh cuts inside the house. And I'm not talking about a tree, but whether it's a garland or whether in a vase or an arrangement or whatever, if it's not in water, you're probably talking about a matter of, what, days? Mm, pretty much before, days. Oh, before, yeah. before it's a fire hazard or crispy, a crispy yeah. mess. Crispy yep. mess. Yep. So uh, if you buy a, a bunch or if you buy some garland, maybe it's such that you have a backup and you keep some of it either in a cool, shaded place outdoors or in a garage or something. And then uh, decorate, but then if it's not going to last but more than a couple, three days and you want to extend the season, replace it. Um, yeah, and especially if you're using it, sometimes I use it where I don't put it in water and you kind of just lay it lay it out if you're having some company or, or you want that smell. So, yeah, you absolutely have to take it and replace it. So that's a good plan to have a backup by, by extra. It's nice to know that you do do that though because you know, as i lay things out i yes i know that like because i'm so used to using the artificial now as i try to use the real i'm conscientious of should i be uh putting this like taking it outdoors for a little while because i know it wants to be cold for a bit or or yes can i can i somehow keep it in some water uh if at all possible and and otherwise i just am i, am I doing this wrong <laughs> you know well, yeah, the perfect situation would be to have it um, cut and fresh and cool in water and then bring it in when you're ready to use it. Yeah. And uh, and then replace it when it's time. Yeah, so. yeah and, it's, right. and it's great to uh, uh, incorporate it into some of the artificial greenery, too, just to get that other softer look or the, the fragrance. Oh. You know what you guys have just talked me into doing is I'm, I'm going to get a, a Christmas vase or some kind of a... a appropriate vase and put some fresh cut boughs in it um and some artificial berries yeah i oh, think that'd, that'd be, be really pretty I, yeah I, why not and right and, and i'm going to spray them with an anti-desiccant oh it, it might help it might help it, it won't might hurt it, might, it a little bit it might keep the f- fresh fragrance that's a what little i was wondering will it damper will it damper this fresh smell at all i or? don't know i think you're he gonna tells me it will, but you know what? Go for it, right? Sure. Well, you, and you just can't, especially like with a Port Orford cedar. You just can't oh, get yeah. that texture. Yeah, no. In any artificial. No. I don't care That's what it is. That's just beautiful. And uh, typically they're tall enough, too, and if they're on a counter or a table, you're going to be able to have them close enough where the it's just going to be right there, right in, in the midst of the conversation. In your face. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool. So, again, you're saying strip the foliage off. Uh, that would be down in the water, yeah. submerged in the water, uh, so it doesn't the water doesn't gum up and deteriorate and have the bacteria starting to form as quickly. Make a fresh cut on the stem itself, put it right in the tepid water or lukewarm water here, and enjoy. And, yep. they, and that could last for, gosh, two, three, four weeks, weeks yeah. inside oh, yeah. the house. Yeah, I would think, yeah. And especially if you make another fresh cut and put it back in. It'll keep drinking. Nice. Yeah. I just happened to think I have a, a camera in my yard that um, it's mops, golden mops. 
Oh, yeah. That's, you know, that cute little shrub, four-foot shrub that's 15 feet tall. Yeah. I can actually prune some of that and stick in with it, that gold coloration. I mean, it is wow. that would bright be gold. A blast would have been a screaming color. Oh, yeah. it is screaming color. How cool. That's that a good idea. Gorgeous. I think I'll do that. You should. And then take a picture and let us see it. Okay. Okay, cool. Hey, listen, in the News Gazette today in the at-home section, Rand Pankow uh, went ahead and... Uh, made a little argument about fresh cut versus artificial and um, talking about how cutting a tree may be just as sustainable as buying a fake one and and can why don't you guys touch upon that a little bit because it's it, it does oh it's like oh i don't want to cut down a live tree i'm killing it you know well you know the the tree farms plant every year you know they have to because you're you're talking seven or eight years to 12 or 15 years before that crop's ready, depending upon what size they want it to grow to before it's cut again. So I think we've mentioned it sometime over the last couple uh, weeks that there's, you know, we talked about Christmas tree shortages, and again, we have plenty of fresh fresh cut Christmas trees still available right now. But how in 2007, 2008, 2009, some of the growers cut back on their production numbers. And so we're experiencing that now because it's been that many years and the crops would be ready. So we talked about one of the growers that um, last year in 2020 uh, wasn't able to plant in June like they normally plant because of COVID restrictions in their state. And so they had to hold the, the seedlings until August and then they ran into a drought period. And so that one grower lost one and a half million seedlings that they had planted. Sounds like a lot. Okay, oh. that's one grower. Yeah. So from a sustainability standpoint, every time something's cut, there's probably been that same number planted in most cases that, that year to replenish it or more. Okay. So you have that. I mean, you're going to have energy costs with either one. You're going to have transportation costs and expense to get it to market. So that's going to happen whether it's artificial or fresh. Obviously, it takes energy to make the artificial stuff. It takes oil to make the the material, the vinyl or the yeah, plastic, whatever it is. For the, and you know, you get steel. There's a lot of things to consider when you're looking at alternatives. So, and the trees that are planted are planted specifically for that reason, not not necessarily for foresting an area. Yeah. So it's not like you're going into a a park. Yeah, cutting down trees, which is interesting because I have family that lives in Oregon, and the state of Oregon apparently issues a license to people for a few bucks to be able to go into um, designated areas and cut their own Christmas trees, which helps in um, keeping some of the um, materials that cause forest fires (laughs) or, or, or promote forest fires, keeps that undergrowth kind of trimmed out. Okay. So it's it's a sustainable practice, cutting trees, to some degree. I mean, you don't want to go into to supply a paper factory, but um, right. For Christmas trees, I think that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I I this summer I had the opportunity to drive up the Appalachian Mountains, and we were on the east side, and I cannot tell you how many Christmas tree farms I saw. Really. It's just. These rolling hills, and they were just covered with trees, just covered. And you said to yourself, there's a shortage? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) precisely. But then you think about um, the the number of trees that each state produces, and there's a National Christmas Tree Association, of course, and 
<laughs> the, the the figures that were coming out of some of the states, it's like multi-millions of trees shipped out of one state. And that's just one wow. state. Well, I would say North Carolina and Michigan would be the two biggest. Um, actually, Oregon is. Oregon, and well, which and, makes sense. Oregon then, would be too. And then Michigan and the Carolinas are, are and Virginia are right up there. So huh. Interesting. Yes. Thank and you. it's geographical. Not all trees can be grown in the same regions, in the same zones. Exactly. Well, that's certainly uh, true. Yeah. With elevation, with temperatures, uh, exactly. you name it. So what grows in Oregon may or may not be what grows well in Michigan, which may or may not be what grows well in Virginia and Carolina. And uh, I would imagine even more specifically, you get different sites in the Carolinas or Virginia based upon elevation. Maybe some yes. species growing better than others. Even. Yes, exactly. Interesting business. You never yes. think about that in any business. I don't care what it is, but you know, whether it's greeting cards or whatever. But there's always something that makes. Wow, I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number, or you can text us at three five one five three five seven. And we only have what about what three or four minutes left? Gosh. So, oh, I will mention real quick, though, there will not be a plant expert show next week, which is Christmas Day. Uh, We'll be carrying 24-hour wall-to-wall Christmas music for everybody to enjoy their Christmas day. How fun is that? Yeah, it'll be nice. We'll simulcast it with our sister station, WHMS. Well, I certainly hope everybody has a fabulous Christmas. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, for sure. Merry Mm. Christmas to Wind down and enjoy. Wind down? If you can. Wine. I like that. Wine. Oh, I, I, I Wine had, I, down. I, I, oh. I meant to have a D in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wind down. Okay. That's okay. They can have a D. <laughs> you and I, Marianne. We'll do our thing. We'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have a little bit of a Merlot down. <laughs> I like it. Awesome. <laughs> oh, but yeah, in the meantime, though, there are still uh, a few shopping days before Christmas, and so certainly head out to Prairie Gardens. And certainly make to start... Oh. Anticipating that seed display. Oh. You know, the wall of seeds. Yes. It's coming. Yeah, we've been bugging the vendors the last couple of days saying, hey, you said we could have them by the middle of December. Where are they? Where are they? Where are they? So wow. I think the last of them will be shipping in this next week. So Yay. we should be in good shape. So again, we've got Fun. a nice selection right now for stocking stuffers. It, it is amazing selection. So again, if you haven't uh, checked us out for stocking stuffers or last-minute gift ideas, whether it's in the boutique whether it's in the garden area, food, whether it's in candles, toys. Yeah. Uh, there's just so many cool things. There certainly are. There mm-hmm. is, and I want a gift card. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, there's that too. Yeah. Gift cards, absolutely. Here's a text. The only problem with uh, cutting your own Christmas tree policy in Oregon is that people go so deep into the woods looking for that perfect tree. Sounds like a Clark Gis- Griswold moment. They get lost. They have to be rescued with some oh, regularity. That's apparently. funny. Another guess about this, like the pokeweed guess. Oh, the, yes. <laughs> this person what? said uh, lived in Oregon until earlier this year. There are plenty of trees, and taking Christmas tree-sized ones does really help the undergrowth. Yeah, it does. That's neat. Yeah, it is. And it's a nice thing for families to go out and do. I, just, I remember taking, uh, going out with, when I was a kid. We we went out and cut our own trees. And it, you you had to drive for a long way to find a Christmas tree farm around here because this ground is too good. But um, they they become more popular, and I remember taking my own children out to cut cut our own trees. Yeah, and they freeze to death, and you know you just leave them until spring. And you no, <laughs> you leave them till spring. 
<laughs> hey, you gave me some right breadcrumbs back. for a trail. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go away. <laughs> That's a great, hap- a great thing to do with your kids. Hitch a ride with Santa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a lot of fun to do. Uh, and and whoever texted that that little tidbit in, thank you for sharing. That's I uh, never would have thought of that that's about search and rescue having to be called no, out. I didn't for, either. That's uh, that's amazing. That. Wow. But they all sound like great scenarios for Christmas movies. Oh, for sure. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is, you guys. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, yes, Merry everybody. Christmas. Merry Christmas, you and guys. Thank you, Tamara. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad you like your tree houses and I or bird houses. I love Poke my to bring a new meaning to Christmas for me now. There we go. I'm oh, so for glad. sure. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens with our experts, Marianne Metz, John Weisgarver, and Steve Brown. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our executive producer is Dave Leak. Stay tuned for Saturday Sports Talk. It's up next here on News Talk 1400, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana. We'll have a podcast of this show available later today at WDWS.com. Just click on Multimedia and search for podcasts. You'll find it there. You'll also find previous shows there as well. Again, no show next Saturday for Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening.